Hey, everybody, and good morning, Inspire. How are you today? I pray that you're blessed, healthy, strong, and that you're enjoying the abiding presence of God, even in the middle of all of this. In fact, my hope is, is that because of this, that God is drawn even closer to you and that you're drawing and learning to rely and depend even more on Him. As you know, we're all in the middle of an incredible crisis, a terrible crisis. The borders have been closed to the United States for 30 days. Italy, China, France, Spain, other countries pretty much in lockdown. In California, Illinois, New York, entire states are locked down and and it looks like that's spreading just in those three states alone. That's a, about 76 million people. That's one out of five Americans, roughly. And the lockdown, as I said, will no doubt spread to other states until this crisis has ended. Millions of people literally are in quarantine. And that's not a pleasant place for anyone to have to be. I want to urge our people, though, in the middle of all of this, to please observe the precautions and the measures that we're being asked to take, I want you to be safe and healthy, and that's really, really important. Stay, if you can, indoors as much as possible. Practice social distancing and wash your hands often and learn, and this is really hard, but don't touch your face. I'm told that, that people touch their face as often as 2,000 to 4,000 times a day. But it's important that we learn to break ourselves of that habit. But all of this, this is what I've come to talk to you about today, it leads to other problems. It is more important than ever that we minister to one another's spiritual and emotional needs. This is literally the first time in the history of our great nation where Christians have been unable to gather together or assemble to worship in community. And in times like this, it is not uncommon when great stress comes and great crisis arises for people to feel alone. And they feel abandoned at times. It's not an experience that, that many people are going to be able to, to walk through without having to, to, to reach outside of themselves for additional help. And that help that I want to talk to you about that is outside of, of the church, outside of who we are in the sense of being uh, greater than just contacting one another is the presence of God and the Spirit of God. My subject today is simply, you cannot quarantine God. Brothers and sisters, first of all, we already know this. We serve a great big God. God is omnipresent. That's one of his attributes. His Holy Spirit is everywhere. Listen to the psalmist in Psalms 139 verse 7 through 11. Where could I go from your spirit and where could I run and hide from your face? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the realm of the dead, you're there too. If I fly with the wings into the shining dawn, you're there. If I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. Wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. It's impossible, the psalmist said, to disappear from you or to ask the darkness to hide me. For your presence is everywhere, bringing light into my night. 
That's the Passion Translation. Isn't that good? That's powerful. I want you to understand that you're not really alone when you have God with you. And when you feel like you can't connect with other believers like we normally do in worship, and you have to reach outside yourself to be able to find the strength you need, I want you to understand that there is a God that is here, that is able, that is reaching out to you, who has promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Listen to Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. Them could be anything. Whatever it is you're facing, whether it's sickness or disease or the threat of this virus or even other problems, financial challenges in the middle of all of this, whatever it is, don't be afraid is what the Word of God admonishes us. Why? For the Lord your God He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. You hear that? You can't quarantine God. I mean, they may close borders to states and even nations and possibly even communities and cities within our nation and even neighborhoods. But listen, you can't quarantine God. God is there. He can cross over boundaries and borders and he can move from nation to nation. His Holy Spirit is able to go wherever the need exists. So first of all, I want you to consider this about God when we talk about not being able to quarantine God. You can't quarantine his love. That's the first thing I want you to notice. Nothing can stop God from loving you. God is spelled L-O-V-E. The Apostle Paul and that great text in the book of Romans chapter 8 says that nothing can separate us from the love of God, neither height nor depth, principalities nor powers. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Things present are things to come. That covers now and to the future as well. Nothing will separate us from God's love. When it was impossible for us, consider this, to reach up to him. His love for mankind caused him to cross the vast, impassable gulf that separated heaven from earth to redeem us. When we as mortals couldn't become spirit like him, you know what he did? His love caused him to become flesh like us. God clothed in flesh, Emmanuel with us. That's the love of God. That he could come to be with us was his heart's desire because he loved us so much. And this, remember, was after sin had separated man from God. The second thing that I want you to consider is that you cannot quarantine God's power to save. His power can manifest itself on our our behalf in many, many different ways. And one of those is the incredible power of God to save us from our sins and our dilemmas. Isaiah 59 and verse 1, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. God can reach you wherever you are. His arm will never be too short to reach out to you when you call on him. And your cry from no matter where you may be and how distant from God you may be, your cry will never be so faint that he cannot hear it. 
If you're not a child of God and you're going through this alone, my heart goes out to you. God can save you where you are. And no matter what you've done, no matter who you've been, God can save you if you call upon him. All you have to do is call upon the name of the Lord and he will hear your cry. And I promise you, dear one, that God is waiting to hear the cry of your heart. He is our Savior. And as someone said years ago, he can save from the uttermost to the guttermost. Doesn't matter what our past has been. It's our future that he is interested in. The third thing that I want you to realize is you cannot quarantine God's abiding presence or keep him from being with his people. We may not be able to meet together or assemble, but he said we're only two or three are gathered together in his name that he would be there in their midst. And you know what that means? If it's just you and your companion, if it's just you and your children, that God will be there even more if it's just you alone. He promised that he would never leave you anyway. Listen to this, Matthew 28 and verse 20, and this is the B clause of that verse. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Problems don't frighten God away. You may have been through some circumstances in your life where you had friends that stayed with you until times got really hard. And then you looked around and they were nowhere to be found. It's even possible that could have happened with family. It's even possible in this broken world that might have happened sadly with a companion. But listen, I want to tell you about one who will never leave you, who sticks closer than a brother. I want to tell you about one who will always be there. His presence will not abandon you, and that's God. And I want to say it again, problems don't frighten God away. He is bigger than any of our problems, including the coronavirus. Isaiah 43, 1 through 7 says incredible things. I won't read that much. I'll just read verses 1 through 2, but you can read it in your leisurely, or your leisure time by yourself. But listen to what he says. And I actually like to pray this. So I put it in the first person. I apply it to me. So I'm going to read it as though it were a prayer. Now, thus says the Lord who created you, O rich. He who formed you, O child of God. Fear not, for I have redeemed you, rich. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And rich, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. That's the promise of God. And when you pray that, it makes that promise come alive. The Bible tells us that King Nebuchadnezzar threw the three Hebrew children into the fiery furnace. And then he looked into the furnace and he was astonished by what he saw because he saw four people there instead of three. And his his declaration was, his statement was, the fourth is like the Son of God. God was with these three Hebrew children, even in distant Babylon, in the middle of their problems and their dilemma as they stood for him. And when you stand on the promises of God's word and you stand for Christ, no matter what comes your way, he will always be with you. And like 
the three Hebrew children, though, and this is the real, I mean, the real point I want to make, you might not see God with you. Because you know what? Jewish scholars say that though King Nebuchadnezzar looked into the fire and saw the fourth man, that the three Hebrew children never did. Never did. They didn't see him there walking through the fire. And sometimes in the middle of your dilemma, you don't see him either. And you might ask, where are you at, God? Where did you go? But he's really right there all the time. And if you stop and look around you, you might not see him, but you will see the evidence that he is there. He's preserving you in the middle of things that you didn't think you would survive and be able to get through. So don't live in fear and under worry and stress. You need to say to yourself and to your family, we will make it through this. By God's grace, we will. And number four, you cannot quarantine God's power to hear and answer prayer. Psalms 145 and verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. David said in Psalms 120 and verse 1, In my distress, I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. Matthew 7 and 7, Jesus said, Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. God isn't locked out. God isn't quarantined. Your cry will not fall upon deaf ears. He will provide for you and your family in the middle of this crisis. Even if you lose a job, that's not the end of the world. Trust me, you simply pray, give me this day, Heavenly Father. My daily bread, the daily bread for my family, He will provide. And finally, I want to say, you cannot quarantine God's ability to heal. Psalms 107 and verse 20 says, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. In Matthew 8, when the Roman centurion came to Jesus and asked him to heal his servant, Jesus started to go. And the Roman centurion said, no, it's not necessary. Just speak the word. Because I'm a man under authority. I know how this works. If you will speak the word. And what he was implying was that you're king of kings and lord of lords. If you will speak the word, that this problem has no choice. It will go away. And so... I want you to understand that all that you have to do is call on him even if there's illness present in your family god's word can reach across state borders when he speaks a word of healing it can travel endless distances it can go behind locked doors it can go into lockdown neighborhoods and it can heal you wherever you may be we're all going to look back on this someday we're going to survive it. We're going to be stronger than ever. So, beloved, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I pray for this precious group of people, the members of Inspired Church. Cover them with the blood of Calvary's Lamb. God, I pray a prayer of protection over every one of them and their families. I pray for the strength to go through this. And we love you so much because there's nobody like you, Lord. There's nobody like you. We love you from the depths of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen.